<laughs> and welcome back to the Time Enough Podcast with your host, Taylor Driscoll. <laughs> it's been a year. It's been a year. And literally, I haven't been here in a year. But anyway, we're back, baby. We're back. We're killing it. It's okay. Everyone stay hydrated. Make sure you're wearing sunscreen. It's hot out there. It's hot out there. But anyway, going back to the topic at hand, I at first I was like, oh, you know what? I'll do like a three-part thing. Really get people invested. And then I saw what was happening in Arizona and I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to do that much research right now. I'm going to focus on this shit because it's pissing me off. More ways than you'd expect. If you haven't been following, Arizona has been aggressively pushing to start executions back up in the state. And that's not news. It is a more red state. They really want it. That's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, The last execution to take place there, however, was Joseph Wood back in 2014. And now Wood's execution was horrific. It was botched and it really made people rethink the lethal injection protocols and procedures within the state. I also think a lot of it had to do with the anti-death penalty activists and the government at the time. Uh, So the Obama administration had asked the federal government to take a really hard look at lethal injection procedures um, in 2014. And this was actually because of another horrifically botched execution within the state of Ohio, I believe. And that made national news as well. So a lot of people were already on the fence. So Arizona's like, okay, we'll take, we'll take like a little pause and that's whatever. So they did that. But fast forward to this year, Arizona's GOP has been amping up measures to continue these executions. And here's a clip from a local ABC affiliate in Arizona back in April talking about the concerns people have with bringing back the death penalty. Last execution Kiefer, along with attorney Dale Beige, witnessed was a game changer. The execution of Joseph Wood, a man convicted of killing his estranged girlfriend and her father in Tucson more than 30 years ago. I remember watching uh, Mr. Wood as he was laying there and um, slowly his um, eyes began to close. He appeared to be very still. Um, And then all of a sudden, his mouth opened very wide. He bucked up uh, against the straps, uh, his head uh, tilted back, and it was a gulp, uh, a gasp. Uh, He was struggling to breathe. I think everybody sort of jumped in the room uh, when that happened. Then it happened again, and I took out my notepad and I started counting. Uh, how many times he did that. Brutal to watch. Witnesses say it took almost two hours of snorting and convulsing before Wood finally died. What we did not know at the time was that the state injected 14 additional doses uh, of the drug. Uh, to to try and complete the execution. But if you ask state officials... At the end of the day, the medical examiner and other experts said that that killer was... Uh, unconscious the whole time. There is no evidence that that person suffered in any way. The attorney general was not there uh, to see what uh, I saw and, and what other witnesses saw. Now, obviously, this isn't news. The lethal injection argument isn't new. But the real news, however, is the retrofitting or, or refurbished 
gas chambers that are in Arizona. Arizona's trying to bring these back as well. And The Guardian broke this story back in late May, and they were able to obtain documents that showed Arizona's Department of Corrections performing tests in the chamber back in August to see whether or not this chamber was able to still hold executions. Now, these chambers were built back in the 1940s and hadn't been used since 1999, so about 22 years. So, the document also showed that the DOC paid more than $2,000 for ingredients to make cyanide gas. This includes a bulk of it going towards a huge block of potassium cyanide, which was $1,500, and then also buying sodium hydroxide pellets and sulfuric acid. The real kicker is that the DOC is planning on killing inmates with hydrogen cyanide, the same gas that was used to kill Jews in Auschwitz. Here's a statement from the DOC to CBS on the matter. The DOC is prepared to perform its legal obligation and commence the execution process as part of the legally imposed sentence regardless of the method selected. The department stands ready with the... Arizona Attorney General's office to carry out court orders and deliver justice to victims' families. And I also wanted to share another clip from 12 News in Arizona from about two weeks ago, and this is in regard to the gas chambers and why the DOC is bringing them back. And the Guardian published documents that show the Department of Corrections has been refurbishing, uh, renovating the gas chamber at a prison in Florence that hasn't been used in more than 20 years. Why would DOC bring back the gas chamber? Well, uh, that is because uh, in 1992, uh, there was the execution of Don Harding, uh, which witnesses described as really gruesome. It was a, a lethal gas execution, lasted more than 10 minutes. After that, Arizona voters actually voted to move Arizona from gas executions to lethal injection. Uh, but in the law, it says that if you were convicted of your crime before that change took place, then you uh, have the choice of being executed by lethal gas or by lethal injection. And so this means that the Department of Corrections had to be able to offer this choice uh, as well, which means, you know, being ready to use the gas chamber if they needed to. Now, there are currently 17 death row inmates that can choose between lethal injection and the gas chambers. And out of the 17, two have currently exhausted all of their appeals and are next on the docket to be executed. And these two are Frank Atwood and Clarence Dixon, both murderers, both did terrible things. But uh, both of these men were sentenced to death around 40 years ago. Another problem I have with the death penalty. I wanted to go back to the choice that Arizona DOC has brought up. So they mentioned that... Um, Inmates have this choice between lethal injection and lethal gas. Well, here's why. Back in 1992, when Donald Harding had been executed by a gas, Arizona voted to bring executions using lethal gas to a halt. And this was mainly because they saw it to be more inhumane than, than lethal injection or anything like that. So they were like, oh, actually, you know what, guys, this looks kind of bad. Let's stop doing this. And so they also made it a point that if you were sentenced before 1992, sentenced to death, you had an option to be executed via lethal gas. My problem, though, is like, you don't, like, why? 
why it's not like these men were like oh yeah i so want to die due to lethal gas like no one was fighting that they're fighting to live most of these men are fighting to live so you're giving them a choice between two very problematic ways to go like there's a reason why you guys voted to not have anyone else who's sentenced after 1992 die via lethal gas like there's a reason why that's put in place Honestly, you shouldn't be executing anyone with lethal injection either, but here we are. I don't even know. Well, we're getting more into this. So, I thought, now with this news, it might be important to give some background and history about the gas chamber and it as a method of execution in the United States. The first time a gas chamber was ever used in the United States was back in the mid-1920s in Nevada. John G. or G. John, I saw it bunch of different ways, not really sure. Uh, he was the first inmate to be executed, and as Murderpedia states, G, along with another man, were convicted of killing Tom Kwong Ki during a Tong warfare type situation. The Tong, or the Tongs, are a organized crime syndicate of um, mainly those of Asian descent in Chinatowns throughout big cities in the country from what i got that is a very brief definition of this gang but and uh nevada has this history just as context they have this history of making these makeshift execution devices they did it with the firing squad i'll get i'll probably get into that when we talk about the firing squad down the line but the warden denver s dickerson he loves doing this kind of stuff and he was in charge of this execution so, his first thought was to kill G while he was sleeping in his cell. They literally sectioned his cell off and tried to put the gas in that cell. Now, I, I'm going to give you a second. How do you think that went? Do you think that went well? No, no. Obviously, the gas leaked out and it actually caused panic throughout the, the prison because a lot of the people that were a part of this, they were close by to monitor. And as the gas leaked out, there was... A lot of concern that a lot of these people were going to be affected by it. <sighs> anyway, the next big idea was to make a makeshift gas chamber within the barber shop of the prison. Now, they obviously did more tests. They were more uh, cautious going forward with this, but it still was a makeshift gas chamber. So, you can understand where the caution is coming from. And G was strapped in this chamber, and within the first two minutes that the sodium cyanide pellets were released, he passed out. G's body stayed in the chamber for over three hours to ensure that the gas had expelled and that it was safe for workers to come in and take G out. So his death literally could be anywhere from, like, 10 a.m. to 12. No one's really sure because you can't check a pulse until after all the gas is expelled, um, which makes it very difficult to know. And... From what I heard, you know, there was a little bit of gasping and such from G, but other than that, it was a pretty, it was just a pretty smooth execution process. And let's get some quick facts about the gas chamber since we're here. Six states still have the gas chamber as a method of execution. This includes Arizona, obviously, California, Maryland, Mississippi, Missouri, and Wyoming. The Supreme Court obviously hasn't formally deemed lethal and lethal gas as an unconstitutional form of execution, but all of these states have it as a backup 
to lethal injection. So you can't, especially in Arizona's case, if you are convicted and sentenced after 1992, you can't argue that you need to do lethal gas. Like, you can't do that. I know in some cases it might work in your favor, but for the most part, you can't. And according to the Death Penalty Information Center, or the DPIC, this is what the lethal gas procedure looks like. And below the chair rests a pail of sulfuric acid, and there's a long stethoscope that is typically affixed to the inmate so that a doctor outside the chamber can pronounce death. And this is obviously after G's, um, because they did not have that while he was um, being executed. But once everyone has left the chamber, the room is sealed. The warden then gives a signal to the executioner who flicks a leather that lever that releases crystals of sodium cyanide into the pail. This causes a chemical reaction that releases hydrogen cyanide gas. The prisoner is instructed to breathe deeply to speed up the process. Most prisoners, however, try to hold their breath and some struggle. The inmate does lose consciousness immediately. And I think it also makes sense to give a very, very brief history of the use of Zyklon B, which is the main reason why a lot of people are mad. Zyklon B um, is the lethal gas that was supplied to the Arizona's DOC, and this is what they want to use for the next set of executions. And this is obviously a terrible gas because it was notorious for producing some of the worst botched and extremely painful executions to Jews in Auschwitz. The Holocaust Encyclopedia wrote about the euthanasia program, and this is kind of before it was introduced into concentration camps. Nazis kind of tried to uh, see what gases or what methods of execution best work to kill those deemed unfit for life, quote-unquote. The victims were mainly those with mental or physical disabilities, and they used gas. I don't think at this time they used Zyklon B. I, I know I read that it was mainly carbon monoxide that they used to kill victims, and there was six installations within the program that used gas to kill. Now, obviously, they saw success from this program, and the Nazis began to introduce it to exterminate extermination camps starting in Chelmno, I'm sorry if I said that wrong, back in 1941. Now, Auschwitz was where the experimentation of Zyklon B really started. According to Auschwitz.org, the first chamber on the camp was adapted from a morgue on the site, and this followed with another chamber being brought up at a farmhouse that they kind of took over from a farmer there. They kind of just like, like, get the fuck out of here. Farmer Greg, we're taking your land, bitch. So they turned that into a secondary chamber and then along with another chamber on the same property. And at its height, an average of 6,000 Jews were gassed each day in Auschwitz using Zyklon B. In other concentration ca- camps, although not necessarily killing centers, they still had gas chambers for those deemed unfit to work, and they also used Zyklon. Overall, with the responses, there's been a lot of response back to Arizona. A lot of backlash, a lot of people saying this is wrong, you probably shouldn't do this, and obviously with this report coming out, the Washington Post put out a blurb saying Arizona is planning to execute prisoners with lethal gas, the Nazis used at Auschwitz. Now, that title itself, from the Washington Post, that's going to spread like wildfire. And I saw that on an Instagram feed 
back when the story first came out. And so, it like, that in itself, it's not right, in my opinion. And the Holocaust Remember Remembrance Alliance said in a statement to CBS, the proposal to use Zyklon B in executions is not only insulting to the victims of, ho of the Holocaust, but also shows a grave lack of understanding of its history at a time when knowledge of this horrific event is at an all-time low. And they're right. A lot of people are very much using the Holocaust. And you see this a lot, and especially, I don't want to just say with the GOP, but more so with people that share those same virtues and ways of thinking. They they use the Holocaust in a way that is so demeaning of the event itself. Like, for example, Marjorie Taylor Greene used it to describe the mask mandate and kind of all of that kind of stuff. And so a lot of people think that it's very insensitive for Arizona to be using the same gas within their executions, not realizing that the history is so impactful for a lot of generations of people that have been affected by it. And even to this day, there's still a lot of people affected by what happened during the holiday. There's also another quote, and I, I couldn't find out who this person was. I literally tried. He might just be someone, random Joe Schmo on the street. In a Fox 10 report in Phoenix, a Keith Heed said, The state of Arizona is ready to move forward with an unprecedented killing spree. With the same gas used in the Holocaust is a stark example of the harsh nature of the death penalty itself. And Governor Ducey, he's a he's the governor of Arizona. His spokesperson said that Ducey has been following the law and just wants to bring justice to the families. Now that's an argument. And I get it. I know there are some families that still want death for the, the man who murdered or the woman who murdered his or her loved one. That's fair. But it's been 40 years. It's my problem. It's been 40 years. And like I mentioned before, the two inmates are choosing between gas and, gas and lethal injection. So we'll see what they choose. And I think that's coming up in late September. So, we'll, we'll see. So, guys, if you enjoyed this brief conversation about what's happening in Arizona, if you think that I am a little funny, or you feel bad for me, please follow this podcast. You can, you can find me wherever you listen to your pod. Obviously, you, you found me some way. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Time of Death Pod. Same with Twitter, and Facebook. It's all the same. Um, and uh, like this on Apple Podcasts. Give it a five star review. Yeah, no, have a great day. Don't forget to take your birth control.